everybody, my name is Lindsay Young and I am a writer and assistant editor here with the Minnesota Vikings. Thank you for joining us for our fifth installment of the Getting Open series that focuses on all things mental health. So far, we've talked with four different players on the Vikings roster. Defensive end Jalen Holmes, All-Pro linebacker Eric Hendricks, along with his fiance Allie Cortnall, tight end Tyler Conklin, and last week we chatted with cornerback Harrison Hand. But today we're going in a little different direction. You're going to hear from two well-respected leaders within the Vikings organization, Chief Operating Officer Andrew Miller and General Manager Rick Spielman. To kick things off, we're joining Andrew to hear about his personal experience with depression and why he believes that mental health is such an important topic to publicly address. So obviously Getting Open is a a very different type of content series than we've maybe covered before with VEN. Why do you think that mental health is an important topic to cover? It's a good question, Lindsay. And first of all, I'm excited to to talk about uh, mental health and, you know, I appreciate what what you're doing with Getting Open. You know, I think uh, mental health is something that uh, affects all of us, either individually or through our family members. And I, I think that for too long, it's it's something that people haven't been willing to talk about, uh, and there is a stigma attached to it. Um, and that I think the more people can understand that, um, you know, it's something that's very common, and that you know a lot of people are, are struggling with in different ways. Uh, that that'll help make it you know more front and center in the conversation. I think that we we all um, you know deal with physical health issues. And, and when those come about, uh, they're treated uh, extremely differently than when people run into mental health issues. I think you hit the nail right on the head with that one. And when we're looking specifically at the Vikings organization, we also recently talked with general manager Rick Spielman, um, and he noted the the Vikings organization as a whole, um, their emphasis on mental health and in providing resources for not only the coaches and players, but for the staff and everyone in the building. Why is that a priority of the organization to focus on mental health as well as physical, as you mentioned? As an organization, it's important for us to provide resources for our staff members, you know, across the board, whether it's for physical health benefits, you know, we provide medical and uh, dental uh, insurance, and, you know, we want people to be happy and healthy uh, and successful in their roles and in their lives, and mental health is one component of that. So as, you know, people experience, you know, challenges with their own mental health, we want employees to know that we have resources available. We think that it's the right thing to do as an organization, but it also uh, makes people uh, happier and more successful in their in their jobs. You did touch a little bit on the stigma, um, but I'll kind of take that to the next level as well. And in some of our conversations, both with athletes and um, with with Dr. Mack or Dr. Young within the Vikings organization, they've talked about how that stigma is especially seen within the area of athletics. Why do you believe that is just in your experience and in your career? It's a little bit hard for me to, to know. I, I'm not a mental health expert. I would defer to people like Dr. Mack, you know, who, who really have expertise in the area. Um, you know, there's probably some level of, uh, you know, vulnerability that 
um, you know, we need to improve as a society and the, the comfort level of being vulnerable with each other. Uh, and that's probably inside athletics and outside of athletics. Um, but, you know, from a Vikings organization, you know, the goal is for people to know that uh, it's all right to talk about mental health and to uh, focus on improving their mental health or, or getting help uh, when they need to get help. And so, you know, our goal is to try and, you know, alleviate that stigma uh, and to make sure that people understand that it, it is something that that happens and it's something that um, we're all you know dealing with in different ways and to make pe- people feel comfortable knowing that they have the resources available to them. And I think the good news is that we have started to kind of see the tide turning, started to see the stigma breaking down a little bit, um, whether it's in other sports leagues, even across the NFL. I know some players on on other teams have come out and shared some messages. We've, of course, had some players here in the Vikings. What is the impact of starting to see the stigma kind of break down league wide and how can that maybe have a trickle effect into society? I think it's great to see when when people, players, or uh, otherwise are willing to share their stories and, and the challenges that they've you know faced or have overcome with mental health. And I think that makes everybody feel more comfortable uh, with, you know, the, the fact that, you know, they may be dealing with something similar. And so I think, you know, we, we all as people, I think, feel some level of comfort knowing that other people may be, uh, you know, faced with similar things that we're dealing with. Um, you know, it's a little bit hard for me to know sort of the, the history of, of it within the NFL. I've only been in the league for a year and a half, but I mean, what I can say is that what, what we've seen, you know, we, we've had a lot of interaction and collaboration with, you know, Dr. Nilamti. She's been, you know, a part of a couple of all staff meetings and player meetings and uh, just, you know, really, you know, useful for, for us to have her expert, you know, perspective and, uh, you know, for her to share. And so, you know, the, the league has resources that we've, you know, been fortunate enough to tap into uh, across what's been a really challenging year for everybody. It seems especially timing wise with everything that has gone on this past year, um, whether it is the COVID-19 pandemic and everything that came from that, the killing of George Floyd um, and social issues that have been going on. It seems like the timing of having these conversations is so important as well. Yeah, I mean, this past year, everybody has been going through so many different uh, things, you know, and it could be, um, you know, anxiety and isolation and a number of things that are tied to mental health uh, because of the nature of COVID and then, uh, you know, exacerbated by uh, you know, the killing of George Floyd and, and all of the, the different emotions that, you know, people have had in, in dealing with, you know, their, their feelings on, on race and, and how, uh, you know, that, you know, could impact them or, or has impacted them in their lives and, and their families. And so I think, yeah, it couldn't be more of a, of an urgent topic for us to talk about this past year, uh, because it, it has been so acute in, in seeing it. And when COVID, uh, shutdown happened a year ago, um, you know, very quickly, we started talking internally about the importance of mental health uh, for our staff members uh, and, and our, frankly, our, our players and coaches and everybody else associated with our organization, because we were all moving into a, a completely uncertain time. Uh, and it, it, it wasn't the same, right? We were all going to be working from home. You know, people were, uh, you know, understandably being advised not to interact socially, uh, you know, the social element is such a big part for, for people. And, um, you know, for us, it was to try and get that message out uh, that, 
you know, you need to be focused on your mental health, given all the, the challenges that we're dealing with. I know you've mentioned in the past that mental illness has had an impact on your life personally. Would you be willing to share a little bit of your experience or why this topic is so important to you? Yeah, I mean, it's it's not something I've talked about much, which maybe goes into uh, the, the stigma and, and the vulnerability. But um, yeah, I've, I've suffered from depression at different points in my life. Um, I felt it was important to share that with the staff, um, you know, early on in, in COVID and make sure people knew again, to try and destigmatize that I've, I've, you know, suffered from it. And I'm, I understand where people are coming from, but it hasn't been easy. Um, you know, I think the, the first time uh, I dealt with it, I was, I think between my junior and senior year in high school and, um, you know, just felt myself getting, didn't understand the, the feelings. I didn't understand the symptoms, but felt myself getting more and more isolated. And, um, you know, I, I'm not necessarily the most extroverted person in the first place. And so I, I was, you know, just withdrawing and withdrawing and withdrawing. And it, it made it so that it becomes a cycle where, you know, I was withdrawing uh, because I didn't feel like I had connections with people or that people wouldn't want me around. And then that made it worse. And it brought on all the other symptoms that, that come with it. I, I was having trouble sleeping. Uh, I was, my, my sleep patterns were completely off, you know, staying up, you know, at nights and sleeping during the day. And, you know, not exercising, which, you know, as a high school athlete was not, uh, you know, in my norm either. My eating was off. Um, and it was really hard. I mean, it, it took me a long time to really understand what was happening. And I ended up, you know, working with a, a therapist, a, a counselor. Uh, and, you know, I think that, you know, maybe as school started back up for me at the time and, and becoming more social and getting more involved in the activities that I enjoyed doing it, it started to alleviate. But, you know, it, it's happened on, on other occasions in my life as well. And um, I think it, it's it's one of those cycles that, you just feel like you're hopeless. Like you don't feel like there's anything that's going to make it better. And uh, all of those things of not being around people and not having the support, you're pulling away from it instead of going towards it, which is what you need at the time. I really appreciate you sharing that and just your, your experiences. And I think to your point, it's so um, helpful when people can hear from somebody that they're expressing feelings that they resonate with um, and have gone through similar experiences. One of the things that we've talked about throughout this series is that, you know, I know we did an interview a while back with, with Eric Hendricks' fiance, Allie, and she had talked about her experiences with depression and how it can kind of go up and down. You know, you can have some really, really great times and then you can fall into a difficult time and, and have to work your way out of that. For you now into your adult life and, and far into your career, what are some things that have been helpful for you just to keep a priority on your, on your mental health? Yeah, I think it's about mental health and it's about recognizing the things that that do keep me, you know, in that more positive uh, area. And, you know, that that's a lot of exercise and diet and sleep and, uh, you know, socializing and, and things like that. Um, and so it's about making sure that I have a support system and I'm actually using a support system. But, you know, I think there, there's clearly been times where I'm better at that than, than others. And I think to some extent, it's recognizing it. It, it makes it easier for me to understand when those things are, are coming on or when those feelings are coming on or when those symptoms are coming on of, you know, forcing myself to get back into the the, the healthier routines. And again, I, I'm not in any way saying that that's an easy thing to do. And 
you know, at, at different times, it's it's important for people to get the resources they need from a a, a medical expert, you know, a, a psychologist or a counselor, um, because you know the, those feelings are real, and it's not, um, you know, it's not something that people should take lightly. And I think that if people are physically ill, or if they have a disease, or if they're sick, uh, they they go do the right things, you know, from a medical standpoint, they go to doctors, they take medicines. And, you know, from a mental standpoint, I think too often, we, we look inwardly and say, I can just solve this myself when that may not be the best solution. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And you mentioned utilizing a support system. And I'm just curious what that looks like for you. I know some people have mentioned coworkers, friends, family members, loved ones. What has a support system looked like in your life? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's 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 mostly, you know, my, my wife, Jill, and my family. Um, you know, Jill's been extremely supportive and, and I can talk to her, you know, kind of as I'm going through those ups and downs. But, you know, I think to, to a large extent, I probably haven't taken advantage of the support system uh, as I should. And, you know, I've talked to two of my siblings. I have, you know, four siblings. I talked to two of them recently. In fact, one of them this week that didn't even know I had suffered from depression. And so when I think about the vulnerability and I think about the stigma, I realize the people literally closest to me in my life didn't even know I was going through that and I've never shared it with them. So, um, you know, I'd say that, um, you know, I probably haven't done as good a job as I need to in relying on the people that uh, I care about, that I love and, and love me back uh, to, to help me through those times. I know that the organization as a whole, um, whether it's Rick Spielman, Coach Zimmer, they have emphasized on several occasions over the years how important it is for them to have high character players in the locker room and, and players who care about football, but who also care about each other and about the community. From your perspective, what do you appreciate about seeing some of the players on this team step out and, and be vulnerable and share their stories around this topic to hopefully make a positive impact? Yeah, I mean, our, our players, our organization, we have a tremendous platform we can use to make a positive impact in people's lives. And uh, it, it's been extremely impressive to me uh, seeing our players voice their perspectives, whether it's on social justice uh, or on you know this topic on mental health. You know, the ability to step out and be vulnerable uh, and to share very personal uh, thoughts and feelings and perspectives very publicly uh, is something I, I've really admired. Lastly, to wrap up, what do you hope that people, you know, listening to this interview or reading this story, what do you hope that they can gain from whether it's your story specifically or just kind of from this content series as a whole? Well, what I would hope people gain is that, you know, mental health affects all of us and that, you know, if you are suffering from, uh, you know, something from a mental health standpoint, uh, that you're not alone and that you should seek, uh, you know, help from your support network and from, you know, the, the resources you have available that, uh, you know, there is a stigma on mental health and uh, the, the, to the extent that we can all recognize that it's much more common than we all are willing to share with each other, we're all willing to talk about, uh, that's gonna, you know, impact people in a positive manner in their lives. Thank you so much, Andrew, I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Lindsay, I really appreciate you doing this series. I think it's great. Thanks so much to Andrew for not only sharing how mental illness has impacted his life, but also his heart around this topic from an organizational standpoint. We're now sitting down with General Manager Rick Spielman, who has been with the team since 2006 and assumed his current role in 2012. A longtime talent evaluator in the NFL, 
Rick places a similar emphasis on mental health within the team and the organization as a whole. So Rick, thanks so much for joining us today. You know, this content series has obviously been pretty different than content that we've done through VEN in the past. Um, why do you think that mental health is an important topic for us to cover within the organization? I think it's extremely important, especially, you know, with everything that's going on today. And I think mental health, you have to look at in a whole different approach than you ever had before, um, just because the resources are there and it's not a label anymore that, okay, I'm having mental health issues. And so there's got to be something wrong with me. Um, to me, it shows a sign of courage when you reach out to the experts that you need some help, whether it's dealing with anxiety or whether it's dealing with issue, this issue or that issue. To me, it's a sign of courage that you're willing to step up and get the help that you need. And I think just to put it in general terms, it's if a player gets a, a, an ankle hurt or uh, someone has a pulled hamstring, you go immediately to the training room and to the doctors to try to get that healed as quickly as you can so you can get back on the field. There should be no reason why mental health shouldn't be looked at and taken, uh, taken the same approach. I think you hit the nail on the head that things are starting to slowly change where I think the conversation is becoming more normalized. Why do you think, um, at least in the past, there's been such a stigma around the idea of mental health, maybe even more so within the realm of athletics? I think maybe in the realm of athletics, and I don't want to put words into people's mouth, but it's such a type A personality sport, especially football that whether it was in sports psychology or this or that, that it was a sign of weakness. And it's not a sign of weakness. Like I said earlier, I think it's a sign of strength that if you do need to battle through, you know, something that you're going through from a mental standpoint, that the resources are there, the, the knowledge of, of helping athletes and not only athletes, but everybody. And, and they should utilize those resources, but it's not a sign of weakness. Like it, it may have been of perceived in the past. It's, to me, it's a sign of strength. Is there anything else besides that, that maybe over your career in the NFL, you've learned about mental health that maybe you didn't know before? Yeah, I just think that, um, you know, you're dealing with a lot of different people coming from a lot of different backgrounds that come from a lot of different um, stresses in their life whether or how they grew up or something they're going through currently uh, that's not even related to on-field performance that needs to be addressed. And when you're open and you're able to address those issues that may be hidden underneath that you try to hide all those years, uh, it's amazing how much that not only improves your potential performance on the field or whatever job you're doing, but also how, how much better you feel about yourself. I think throughout this series, different interviews that we've done and even just sort of offline organic conversations, it seems like just the area of mental health or mental illness seems to impact almost everyone's life, either directly or indirectly, maybe through someone that they know. Would you like to share anything about how this might be the case with you or, or how it's impacted your life? It has. I mean, we've had family members that have been through mental health and, you know, I'm very fortunate and blessed to be in the position I am to have the resources, you know, to help. Uh, a family member personally uh, that, that needs it. And I've seen 
when they were open-minded and they took it serious to go get the help they needed, what a difference it's, it's totally made. I know that it's not something that, okay, this gets fixed in a day. It's something that takes time, it takes patience, uh, and it takes commitment. And when you are willing to take the time and you have the patience and whoever you're supporting, the support system that's in place has to have the patience as well uh, because it's a it's not a, a quick fix overnight. It's something that takes time. And as long as you're committed to it and keep whoever that person is, keep committed to them to help them get through it. And I've seen it firsthand what a difference that does make. We've heard from Jalen, um, Eric Hendricks and his fiance shared some of their experiences, even with other teams, you know, maybe Hayden Hurst or Dak Prescott. They've kind of given some messaging recently around this area. Why do you think that in the NFL specifically, the tide is kind of starting to turn? The stigma is kind of starting to break around this topic. Because people are accepting it now and know that it's like I said, it's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of strength. And um, it's becoming, like I said, more acceptable and actually encouraged. And we encourage everybody in this building, not only you know our athletes in this building, but everybody to have a mental health system in place here and the mental professionals in place. And that starts from our ownership on down, giving us the resources to have those professionals in place uh, because you know everybody goes through something. And, you know, it's just how people deal with it. And it helps to know that you can go to someone privately that you may not want to know anyone else to know, you know, around you, your family member or, or your close friends or whoever who your associates are, uh, but to go and have the resources necessary to get the help you need. So with the resources that our ownership has provided, we have a psychiatrist, Dr. Young, and a psychologist, Dr. Mack. Um, that are available to our whole entire staff, uh, along with our players. And even if it gets deeper, we are provided the resources to go out and get further help if needed. So I think it's made a huge difference in our organization. I know it's uh, a big initiative from the NFL. So we're trying to be a part of that. I know that you and Coach Zimmer speak consistently about the importance of having high character players in this locker room within the organization. What does it mean to you or what do you appreciate that some of these players have kind of come forward and said, I want to share my story to hopefully have a positive impact on other people? I think it's just like everything else that they feel comfortable um, being able to do that and that they know the organization is going to be behind them 100 percent. Uh, not only to provide resources, but to support them when they do come forward and want to talk about their struggles, um, that we provide that platform for them and that we are 100% supportive of them. What do you hope will be gained from a series like this to you know Vikings fans or whoever that might come across and listen to these interviews? I just think that the, the most important thing is people have to understand that mental health is 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 not a stigma where it's brushed under the rug or there's something wrong with you. Um, it's something that needs to be in the forefront that people need to reach out when they need help. And there's plenty of resources out there to get the help that you need. Uh, and it's not being a, a stigma of, well, I'm weak because I can't handle my own situations. That's a totally wrong approach you take to this. 
And if it's you or if it's a family member or a close friend that, that needs the help or you recognize that they may be having struggles, I think you should take it upon yourself as well uh, to be there for them and to give them the support that they need to get through whatever they're going through. Definitely want to offer a sincere thank you to Rick for sharing about the resources in place for members of the Vikings organization, along with reflecting on the changing tide across the NFL on a topic that can be really tough to talk about. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we invite you to keep an eye on all Vikings digital platforms for upcoming features in our Getting Open series.